First things first, what are those non-negotiable habits? Well, guess what? Those non-negotiable habits don't get rescheduled. Those non-negotiable habits very rarely get rescheduled. You want to fill in the rest of your calendar around those non-negotiable habits. Hey there, I'm Dr. Del Millers, and this is Energize Your Life After 50. You see, the goal of this podcast is to help you answer one simple question, and that is, how do you want to live the next chapter in your life? Do you want to keep it as it is, or do you want more? Do you want to be better, fitter, stronger, healthier without meds, more confidence, more sex appeal? Do you want to get your mojo back? Maybe you want to be the you you've always thought you could be. So each week, we'll look at simple ways to intentionally create your next chapter, prioritizing your health, your physicality, your emotional and spiritual well-being, as well as looking and feeling your best. Are you up for the challenge? Then let's get moving. All right, guys, Dr. Dell Miller's here, and welcome to another episode of Energize Your Life After 50. How you doing, huh? Hope you're doing great out there. So here's what I want to talk to you about today. Today, let's talk about commitments. Let's talk about seven ways to keep your commitments to yourself, right? You're you're not going to achieve your goals unless you're able to keep your commitments to yourself. And unfortunately, it is so much easier for us to break our commitments to ourselves than it is for us to break our commitments we make to others, isn't it? Do you find that to be the case? It is the case for most people. I find that, you know, when people make commitments to, let's say, work colleagues or they make commitments to their friends, they're more likely to follow through on those commitments than when they make commitments to themselves. So I guess it begs the question, why is that? Why do we have such a difficult time keeping commitments to ourselves, especially self-care commitments. And I think part of it is that we've been socialized, you know, it's a cultural thing. We've been socialized to think that thinking about ourselves is selfish. Did you find that? Thinking about ourselves is selfish. You don't want to think too much about yourself. You know, that's, that's, that's a cultural thing. We, we've been socialized since being kids to think that way. It's selfish to think too much about yourself. People who think too much about themselves are narcissists. Well, I beg to differ. There's a difference between being selfish and taking care of yourself, right? Taking care of yourself is not a selfish act. It's a, an act of loving kindness. It's an act of loving kindness. It's one of the most selfless thing that, things that you can do because when we take better care of ourselves, right, we show up a better person. We're a better father, a better mother, a better husband, a better coworker, a better friend when we take better care of ourselves. So it's not a selfish thing to do. I show up with more, I am better 
when I take care of myself. So today, let's talk about those seven ways to keep our commitments to ourselves. But before we get started, I'd like to take this time to remind you of a few important resources that are available to you. Number one, my free masterclass. You know, the top three things you must do to lose weight and keep it off. Okay, if you're struggling with uh, weight as an issue, then you must check out that masterclass. There's also my webinar, Get Your Sexy Back. If you're ready to truly transform your body and your life, then please sign up for the webinar. It's free. You also have access to a free health strategy call with me when you're ready to move forward in a powerful way. I also have a vault of coaching videos at my website, uh, you know, personalfitness.com. You can find all of that, sign up for all of that at my website, personalfitness.com. And lastly, please consider subscribing to this podcast. You know, there is a link in the episode notes. And thank you. Thank you for being here. I really do appreciate you. Okay, so let's continue with this discussion. And, and I, I, I started this discussion because, you know, I had an appointment with a lady yesterday for one of my free health strategy calls. I do these free health strategy calls where I sit down with people for a free coaching session to talk about, you know, their challenges, their health and weight loss challenges and, you know, what are their goals and what are they trying to accomplish and how do they bridge the gap between where they are and where they're where they want to be where they're going where are you going and how do you get there right how do you get across that invisible bridge from where you are to where you're going so the deal is she didn't show up for her appointment yesterday and i called her she didn't pick up the phone then i texted her and then she texted me back and said oh my god i you know i there was some excuse. So we rescheduled for today, actually. Again today, she was a no-show. And even though I, I, I don't have this very much, I don't have a lot of no-shows, because usually, you know, people keep their, keep their scheduled time with me. But it prompted me to think about this thing of, of commitment self-commitment. I was also on the phone with a coaching client this morning and the same topic came up, her keeping her commitment to herself. We made a commitment for her to do something and it didn't get done. And there was a lot of excuses. And I brought her back to the, the bottom line. The bottom line is it doesn't matter why it didn't get done. It just didn't get done. You committed to doing it and it didn't get done. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. There will always be circumstances. But the fact still remains it didn't get done. So guess what? That's going to be the assignment for today. I assume it is still relevant to you. It is still important to you. If that is the case, then, well, it needs to be done. If you do an assessment and it's no longer relevant, if it's no longer important to you, then fine. Hey, hey, we scrap it. If it's no longer important to you, if it's no longer important to you achieving your goals that we've discussed, then we scrap it. If it's no longer something that you feel that is important to you, that you have an emotional attachment to, then hey, go ahead and skip it, no problem. But if we're going to say that this is important 
and we're going to make a commitment to doing it, then, hey, it needs to get done. I don't care what the excuses are. You need to take the responsibility and do what you say you're going to do. See, this is what I do my, with my clients. I don't give them an out because, <laughs> you know, people always look, look for outs. There are, there's always excuses, but it's still an excuse. I'm not going to give you an out. I'm going to hold you accountable to what you say you're going to do. So let's talk first about why we don't keep our commitments to ourselves. The first reason is, well, you're not the most important person in your life. Whoa, let that one sink in. You're not the most important person in your life. Most of us don't think of ourselves as the most important person in our lives. Well, think about it, folks. Who else is more important than you? If you're in the grave, how important are you? Not very. If you're lying sick on your deathbed, how important are you? Not very. You're no good to anybody if you're in the grave or you're lying on your deathbed. So we need to start thinking that, hey, I am the most important person in my life. Yes, there are a lot of important. My kids are very important to me. I said, well, they're the next important. My wife is important to me. My family and friends, I've got a lot of important people in my life. But when it comes down to it, I am the most important people in my life because it's my life. And I am the one who runs it. I am the one who decides what it's about. And I am the one who is in the process of becoming whatever it is that I'm in the process of becoming. What are you in the process of becoming? Who are you in the process of becoming? Are you the most important person in your life? If you're not, then it's going to be very difficult to keep your commitments to yourself because something more important will always come up. I'm not saying that your kids aren't important. I'm not saying your family aren't important. Of course they are important. But until you become the most important person in your world, until you can see yourself as a VIP, a very important person, then those commitments are going to slip through the cracks. Second reason why we don't keep our commitments to ourselves is that, you know, we have these self-limiting beliefs that, you know, I'm not worthy. Who am I? <laughs> you know, there's so many things to do. There's so many other important people. Who am I? Well, I've got so many things to do for my kids. Oh, my kids are so important. Who am I to be? doing things for myself. I'm not worthy. I'm not, you know, so we have all these self-limiting beliefs about ourselves. And until we work through those self-limiting beliefs and change them to become, to becoming empowering beliefs, then we will always struggle with keeping our commitments to ourselves. Make sense? So how do we go about the process of keeping those commitments to ourselves, especially around self-care. That's, that's the one area that I find that we tend to not keep our commitments to ourselves, most likely. Well, here's the first thing. Here's where I would recommend that you start. Ask yourself, why is this important to me? Why is this important to me and how is it going to change my life? 
Why is this important to me and how is it going to change my life? I always like to start with why. Because why, knowing why is important. You see, motivation comes from having a deeply emotional reason why you want to do something. Not have to do it, but why you want to do it. Why is it important to you? You'll be motivated to do it if you answer that question, why is this important to me? How is this going to change my life? How is this taking me towards the goals I have set for myself in the future? How is this taking me towards living the life of that future self I have envisioned for myself a year, five years down the road? How is this taking me towards that future me? So why? Why is it important to you? If you can answer that, then you're, you've solved half the puzzle. Because that will be your motivating factor. Why is this important to me? When you find that you start to not keep your commitments, then you can always go back and reevaluate. Well, is this still important to me? Is this still something that is still important to taking me towards that future self? Do I still have that deeply emotional connection to why I want to get this done? Why this is important? So that's the first step. Number one is why is this important to you and how is it going to change your life? Figure that out and you're halfway there. Number two, I want you to make your commitment what I call a non-negotiable habit. You have to make it a non-negotiable habit. What is a non-negotiable habit? Well, <laughs> by definition, it's non-negotiable. When you make your self-care habits non-negotiable, then you're more likely to follow through on them, right? Because what are the things that you need to do? These are non-negotiable habits. What are the things that you need to do to feel your best? in order to seize the day, in order to have a great day, in order to be working towards, again, that future self. Here it keeps coming up. See what I do with my clients, the first thing we do, we don't talk about weight loss, we talk about, well, what is that future self that you're creating? And we start with that future self, and we start with, well, why is it important to you? Why is that important to you? Why is that life important to you? How is it gonna, what is it gonna give you that you don't have now? Right? So there's always that future self that is always coming up. So we're always working towards becoming. We're in the process of being. So when you're in the process of being, well, there's a deeply emotional connection to that process of being, to the work of moving towards that process of being. We're in the process of becoming. Becoming a better self. Creating our best selves. So... If you have that in place, then guess what? It becomes important, an important part of creating that and stepping towards that future, that future vision is, well, you've got to create non-negotiable habits. And what are those non-negotiable habits? Well, you've got to have non-negotiable habits around, well, what you eat, how you move, how you sleep, and how you deal with the stressors in your life. You need to have some non-negotiable habits, right? And those non-negotiable habits have to look like, okay, well, everything else in my day is going to revolve around this one thing. If I pick one thing, let's say 
What I eat is important. I'm trying to lose weight, so obviously what you eat is important. 80% of changing your body is revolves around what you eat, what you put in it, right? So if you're trying to lose weight and, and you're, you don't focus on what you eat, there's no change in what you eat, then well, I guess you're just lying to yourself. You're not really interested in losing weight. So let's say one of those non-negotiable habits around eating is I'm going to make lunch the most important meal of the day. I'm going to make it the healthiest meal of the day. I am going to make my lunch with whole foods. I'm going to eat whole foods for lunch, right? I'm going to focus on creating the healthiest, nutritious lunch that I can with whole foods, primarily with whole foods. Doesn't mean that you're not going to do anything else, but the focus is going to be on whole foods for lunch. So let's say that is one of your non-negotiable habits. Lunch is your primary, most important meal of the day. Well, everything else around your day is going to revolve around making that happen. So there's some stuff you're going to have to do in order to make that happen, yes? Well, you're going to have to do a little bit of planning. You're going to make sure that, well, you have what you need for lunch. Are you going to take lunch with you? Or are you going to go out to have lunch? Where are you going to go if you're going to go out to eat lunch? And you're going to make sure that you make time for lunch. You see how this works? So that you're not going to be working at your desk and working through lunch or let something else come up and take away that time from you. No, because that is not sustainable in the long term. If you are working on losing 100 pounds, let's say. So you have to develop these non-negotiable habits. If it's exercise, if, if exercise or movement is important for you to have a great day in order, important for you to move towards that future vision of yourself, that future self, then what are you going to do? Well, you have to come up with something specific and, and, and do that. So this is what I call non-negotiable habit. You have to make your commitment a non-negotiable habit. That's number two. Number three, folks, is you have to strive for consistency. Well, you don't have to. <laughs> I, I hate to use that word have to, so I'll strike that. You don't have to, but you want to strive for consistency, not perfection. You're not going to be perfect. This is a work in progress, right? You don't want to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. Everybody make mistakes. You're not going to do this all the time. You're going to fall off. Things are going to come up. But you don't want to go to Shitsville over it. You don't want to beat yourself over it. Beat, up, beat yourself up over it. Things are going to happen. Things are going to come up. But you want to strive for consistency. At the end of the day, if you can ask yourself, was I better today than I was yesterday? You see, if at the end of the day, you can ask yourself, was I better today than I was yesterday? Great. Take that as a win. Right? You're not looking to be perfect. If you can get in 80% of the time, okay, you're... You're on track. So take every small win you can. Strive to be better today than you were yesterday. Tomorrow you strive to be better than you were today. Each day you strive to be better than you were yesterday. If you take that as your measuring stick, then guess what? You're making progress. That's what you want. You want to be making progress. You want to be moving forward. So strive for consistency. 
not perfection. Here's the next one. You have to make your commitment very specific. You have to be very specific. This is one of the reasons why people don't keep their commitments to themselves. It's not specific enough. Don't say I'm going to eat better or I'm going to start exercising or I'm going to start prioritizing time for myself. What does that mean? What does it mean? It doesn't mean it's too vague. What does it mean to eat better? Well, I have no idea. You know, why don't you make it one thing specific? I'm going to choose a salad instead of the side of fries. If something that specific, okay, I'm going to work on one meal. I'm going to work on breakfast. I'm, I'm going to have breakfast every morning. I'm going to make breakfast the most important meal of the day. I'm going to make breakfast a healthy meal with whole foods. Make it very specific. Work on one thing and make it very specific. Don't make it vague because if it's vague, then you have a problem really even figuring out what the heck it means. So be very specific. Here's the next thing. Learn to say no. Learn to say no. If you're overcommitted, something is going to fall through the cracks. And most likely, it's your commitment to yourself. So learn to say no. Let your commitments to yourself be the most important things on your calendar. This is not selfish. Again, like I said, it's a loving act of kindness. So learn to say no. Learn to not overcommit to too many things. Because when you do you are more likely to scratch your commitment to yourself. Number six, always schedule it. If you make a commitment to yourself, you got to schedule it. If you say that I'm going to exercise today, exercise is one of my non-negotiable habits. Okay, well, what does that mean? I'm going to exercise today. Well, what does that look like? What are you going to exercise? What are you going to do? When are you going to do it? Are you going to exercise first thing in the morning when you get up? Well, put the shoes out and make sure it gets done. Are you going to go to the gym? Well, okay, well, you got to know that. Are you going to do it after work? When after work? Immediately after work? Are you going to bring your stuff with you and go to the gym after work? Or are you going to go for a walk, run, jog, What are you bike ride? What are you going to do? Be very specific. When you're very specific, when you know exactly what you're going to do, then that makes all the difference in the world. And schedule it. Be specific and schedule it. Put it on your calendar. Guys, if it's on my calendar, guess what? It's on my calendar. It's what I'm going to do today. That's what's on my calendar. So if it's on my calendar, then something doesn't bump that from my calendar unless it's tremendously, tremendously important. And guess what? It won't bump it from the calendar. I will just reschedule. Sometimes you have to be flexible and reschedule. You have to be flexible. But it needs to be on the calendar. And it doesn't get bumped from the calendar. It gets rescheduled. I will just change the time. So it stays on the calendar. And it's very rare if I schedule something on the calendar, it's very rare that I reschedule it. Usually, I let other things revolve around what's already on the calendar. Okay? Because it's important. It's there for a reason. So get in the habit of letting other things fill in other spaces in your calendar. And keep your commitments to the most important things. First things first. What are those non-negotiable habits? Well, guess what? Those non-negotiable habits don't get rescheduled. Those non-negotiable habits very rarely get 
reschedule. You want to fill in the rest of your calendar around those non-negotiable habits. That's why it's important to put it on the calendar, folks. Okay, schedule it. Here's the final thing. The final thing is you've got to start small. Start small. It is much easier to keep your commitment to yourself if it's a small thing. Start with a small thing. Start with one thing. Don't tell yourself that you're going to eat better. You're going to change up what you eat. You know, and you go on this kick to change up everything you eat for two weeks and then boom, you're right back where you started. Why? You bit off too much too soon. You're trying to do too much. Focus on one thing. Instead of one meal, how about one thing at that meal? Right? Why don't you just change one part of that meal if that's easy for you? Right? I'm going to add a salad to one of my meal. Which meal? Lunch. I'm going to add a salad to lunch or dinner. That's, that's starting somewhere with one small thing. You can do that. I'm going to eat all healthy foods from now on. Well, you're setting yourself up to fail. That's why meal plans don't work because you set yourself up to fail. You're trying to do too much too soon. So start small. Make it one small thing. Make only one commitment at a time. Don't start with seven commitments. Don't start with your whole lifestyle commitment. Start by making one commitment and then work on that one commitment until it becomes a habit. Then you add something else, okay? All right, my friends, I hope this has been helpful. The seven ways to keep your commitments to yourself. Let me review. Start with why. Why is this important to me? Number two, make your commitment a non-negotiable habit. Number three, strive for consistency, not perfection. Number four, make it specific. Number five, learn to say no. Number six, schedule it. And number seven, start small. All right, well, Choose one of these and go practice it. You know, you don't have to do all at the same time. Just choose one and go practice it and see how it works out for you, okay? All right, I'm Dr. Del Millers, and that's all I've got for you today. And as usual, may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. Don't forget, please, subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend, leave me a review, and most importantly, a rating, because... That's how people find podcasts. They come up in searches based on, well, who's got the highest rating? So leave me a review and a rating. I certainly would appreciate it. Let me know that you are listening and share this because, again, what does it mean to energize your life? How do you want to live? Do you want to have a great day? Do you want to have an energized life? Okay, how do you want to live the rest of your life? That's what we're focused on here. The simple habits that we need to develop in order to live our best lives, in order to be our best self, in order to create that future self that I hope you have, you have mapped <laughs> out. You have mapped out and you know what it is you're working towards. If you don't, then you've got some work to do because you're just kind of like, Walking in darkness, aren't you? 
In order to walk in the light, you need to know where you're going. So, again, leave me a review and a rating. And please subscribe to the podcast. And I will see you next time. Take care now. You've been listening to Energize Your Life After 50 with me, your host, Dr. Del Millers. For all the resources mentioned in this episode, you can check the show notes or go to my website at personalfitness.com. There you can sign up for the free masterclass, the webinar, free webinar, a free health strategy call, and have access to my vault of coaching videos all for free. So check out the website at personalfitness.com. See you next time.